What up? Welcome to the podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is Highlight Episode 9. On this one, we talk about tits and fake listens, politics, ramen, sex, hat winner, hookers, cigarettes, all kinds of shit. Uh, Thanks for checking us out. We do have an email this week, so I'm going to get to that. Rusty, our cousin, has wrote in and said, Hey, cuz, first off, I love peanut butter and chili sauce in my ramen. So did you hear episode with Dom where we talked about ramen noodles? Yes. Okay. Uh, he said it gives it a Thai peanut noodle spin. He says you take and cook it normally, then drain some of the water off, throw in the peanut butter, and mix it around so the liquid becomes thick and creamy. Then you put the chili sauce in, so it is so good, and he eats it about three times a week for lunch. Wow. Right. That sounds interesting. So there you go. There's I'm another. Pro- probably not going to try, but. There's another ramen noodle recipe for everybody to try. Um, and I'll be taking any of these whenever. So I, would just, drain, you know, I would always drain the water out and throw some uh, cheese on there. Ugh, I don't know. I could see it being good, but then again, cheese mixed with any flavor of ramen. I don't see that working. Oh, uh, it was delicious. Oh, one thing. I think this is something. We need more recurring segments, I feel like. Uh, so I remember a few weeks ago, you were like, I have this real good sex story. And then I was kind of like, oh, your dog licked your foot. Yeah. And then that was how it went. I think we just got to bring in more sex stories. And I have plenty of sex stories. Not of good ones. I don't think I don't think a good sex story on a podcast is like, wine, Don 69, great time. Like, I don't think that's how you do funny sex stories. Or right. I don't think that's, no one cares about your successes of whatever. So I think you have to do it more like trying to be, uh, I don't want to say funny, but like times where it was awkward. So like one time uh, on this podcast, a long time ago, Rusty wrote an email. Uh, something about like if you saved yourself for marriage, you know, and no one had sex before marriage, then it would just always seem great with your spouse. And that's why you should save yourself for marriage. Some more or less of that extent uh, got brought up before. And I saw someone else talking about that this week. And it reminded me, and I don't think this girl listens to my podcast or anything like that. And so I think I'm fine. But there was a time like in high school where this girl was a virgin and I had sex with her and it was not good. Right. It was very bad. And then like in college, when I went to visit Rusty, because he lived in Stillwater, um, she also did. I tried it again. Bad again. And then another time in my life. <laughs> Tried a third time. Still not good. Triple dips. Now, I am not saying she was. I'm saying we were. Right? So, sometimes you just fit together better with certain Exactly. People. So that's all. So I've been thinking about that this week because I saw this post on Facebook of someone saying, like, you wait until marriage, you're always good, blah, blah, So I'm like, you know what? In that scenario, let's say, you know, I married her. And that would have been... It, like, I don't know. That had been awful. Right. And then the second and third time I went back because she bragged of how much, like, practice had been going on. So I was like, all right, well, this must be better. But it wasn't. And it just didn't click, right? It just didn't work Sometimes out. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. And that would just suck. 
Right. So the first time I remember it was on Mother's Day. <laughs> wow. So I remember that pretty well. And it was uh, something I benefited from in high school was I was friendly. I was a nice I got I became an asshole in college more. But I was nice in high school. And a lot of girls before they went to college were like, well, I can't go to college a virgin. And I'm nice. I'm a friendly guy. Right. So that's how this scenario happened. And so her parents are going to be gone on Mother's Day. I was like, all right, let's make this happen. And then it was what it was. Not uh, not very enjoyable for either one of us. She didn't have fun either. I was horrible. Uh, but there, I was wearing this pink shirt and there are blood all over it. And I'm fat. Like this time I weigh like 280, probably somewhere around there. And I just take my shirt off and go home without a shirt. And my mom's sitting in the living room because she's like, where the fuck is your shirt at? And I was like, it got hot outside. And then I just went and took a shower or whatever. Like, worst fucking excuse ever. And I just always imagine from my mom's perspective. So you're, her first time, you went the Red River route. Um, I think it was more of a hymen scenario. But I could be wrong. I didn't really ask or think about that part. I mean, I wasn't down there in the eating category you know that wasn't my thing at 18 yet you know that was an acquired a taste yet right that came later on in life um now as far as the winning of the hat i've ex- I explained it i think on dom's episode uh i laid it all out so go back to that one if you want to happen uh there but what happened was curtis heard it and curtis withdrew his name from the hat contest and he just wants Brad Sir X to get the hat. Cool. So Brad Sir X, that's actually why I need to know your name. I need to mail you this hat. So just hit me up on whatever man, give me your address and your name and I will mail you this hat. Um and then you will have it. And he's getting married on the sixteenth. So congratulations on that. And this is also I guess like a an awesome wedding gift that you can share with your fiance. So Another random thing is uh, Brad Strex, who I just mentioned, you know, won this fucking hat. This last week, he uh, went through all my old music or like my last two mixtapes or whatever. And he really enjoyed Resin Hits, which is like an older one that I did when I first came back to rapping. And it is really good because I spent a lot of fucking time on it. Uh, and like it was really hard to do. It was on a shitty mock, but it sounds fucking good because I just spent like months and months and months mixing it and shit. But I listened to it and I'm like, yeah, it is really good. And I don't really rap like that anymore. But one of the things I used to do, and I guess I need to bring it back, is I was a very like shit talking rapper, right? There's always like this uh, imaginary person that exists that's like the big hater in which you're always talking shit on that person. And then that kind of helps fuel all your rap lines to where they just sound meaner. Right. Whereas in like on Too Pretentious, I mean, it was like, I try to make that as real as possible of just like, it's like a stream of consciousness thought probably let's just like next thought to come to mind sort of thing where in those are more of like i think rappers that makes rappers different than other like singers and shit is there's like a cockiness and confidence involved that's just not involved in other genres necessarily and that i've definitely lost so i'm gonna have to try to figure out some way to get that back But, I mean, I'm not really doing this for money. And that's another thing. So this guy I've been talking to, um, you know, he's like, what are you trying to do? What's the point? What's all this shit? And uh, really the point is for 
kind of like lonely people, introverted people out there who don't have many friends. Um, or maybe like me, you grew out of it. And I'm sure like you, like your friends just literally don't aren't here. Right. No, like they don't live here. You grew up, they went down their lives and shit. So this is more of like uh for people in that scenario and you want to hear other people that maybe have uh, thoughts or opinions or personalities similar to yours, what their thoughts are, this would be like that hub, right? Like I kinda feel like we have kind of like real life stories sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I think it happens. And I think uh I understand this doesn't have an exact point and some a lot of podcasts are they're like murder mystery, just like they're very um brand uh I can't do that. Like, I've always been a very jack of all trades. I'm good at every subject at school or what? Like, I'm just like that. Like, I'm pretty good at everything, but I'm not great at anything. I was anything. good at every sport except tennis. I was all right at tennis. I mean, we didn't have it at school, but we played it yeah. and I, I enjoyed it. Um, but like, that's just kind of how I, how I've always been. So like, I can talk a little bit about everything. So that just, it's easier for me to do a podcast about everything and nothing at the same time. I hear you. And so that's, I think group chats are dangerous, what I'm saying. I know because you go to text them and you actually have to go through the long process of sele- single selecting because if you go, because uh, it looks like they just sent you a message. Right. So you respond and don't realize it's oh, in yeah. group. If you hit reply from like your home screen or whatever, yeah, and you don't go through your text messages, yeah. I'm, oh my <laughs> God. Well, too. so my mom sent a happy Valentine's Day out to, I guess she had the whole family in there and I didn't know this, you know, just by looking at it, I just thought she sent me happy Valentine's Day. All right. And then my brother sends back this fucking heart-shaped nutsack. And my mom had sent it to the grandkids and all of us, and boy, she was madder than hell. I saw where Billy was giving Dustin shit about. It was a heart-shaped <laughs> nutsack on my mom's thread. My mom's religious, and she does not, you know, right. that's just not something you do. And, of course, my brother. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds funny. Because I thought he just sent it to me, and my wife's like, did you see what Dustin put in the group message? I'm like, what? And well, I get to looking. That was actually perfect for what I was bringing up next. I saw a story this week, and I believe it was in Oklahoma that it happened. Could be wrong. No, I'm sorry, Tennessee. Tennessee. Uh, where a man is accused, which means he actually did it, because they, they have a video of him dipping his testicles in a customer's salsa before doing an online delivery. So DoorDash, you know, one of these apps people can deliver stuff to you. Um, and he posted a video online and said, this is what you get when you give an 89-cent tip for a 30-minute drive and dipped his testicles in their salsa and then gave it to them. So this is why I do not do delivery. And last night I got a pizza. I drove and picked that motherfucker up because that's how I feel about it. I don't trust any of these motherfuckers. Sometimes I just don't want to get out. Yeah, I could see that. I'm just, I would much rather get out than people be at my house. Like, I'm that... Right. Introverted. I, I don't want people at my house, even if you're at my front door with a pizza. I'm just like, ah, I'll just go pick it up. It's fine. Because I'm weird like that. I That's think we mentioned problem. this before. Like, me and you don't really, we don't see a problem with fucking hookers, I guess. No, no, no. We do not. Um, I have a problem with the current system because it leads to human trafficking. Right. Now, if... Uh, oh, but then again... It, against their will is totally out of the question. Right, right. Right. But I think if a woman wants to... Yeah, like Harlots, right? Like we've watched the TV show Harlots on Hulu. Right. Um, totally awesome. You know, they're independent women making their money, doing whatever. Uh, now, I think there's a lot of room for corruption and horrible shit to happen, of course. But if you actually had a legal... 
and you know regulated in some way and taxes up, maybe we'll it would clean a, it up. Have a bouncer every two rooms, man. Right, Think of some bitches um, you can find. The Deuce is another show I really love that is about prostitution, and they showed how it moved into the massage rooms. Like that whole second season is about them moving the prostitutes from the streets into the massage rooms it's, and it's not like when they make something illegal it gets twice as bad because people are going to do it because they want to do it right i mean that's kind of my argument on a lot of right things this <laughs> is like well once you do that so I, I do agree with you now i think there is a like a lot of the prostitutes in america aren't were not born in america right at least the theory what you hear right they're trafficked in so if they didn't do the human trafficking would there even be the prostitutions in America that there is now without because you couldn't get a work visa to be a prostitute unless you could in the new world of prostitutions legal and then maybe there they'd be like a world class like I travel the world I am some lonely dude fucking can't get head nowhere and he wants to pay $50 for a blowjob he should be able to right I don't think that'd be lonely I just think right I think if I think if a guy's $50 and the girl's willing to accept $50 for or she says hey I'll give you $50 for a blowjob and you're like 50 yeah. yeah, I mean, it's uh, free market capitalism or whatever, right? Uh, I really, I mean, in general, I have no problem with it. Now, I'm sure someone can bring up some statistics of how it's, you know, and STDs are horrible, and that, I guess right. that's the bad thing now. Like, STDs now are, are way we know about them, basically, is the only difference, I guess. But uh, you got to be aware of all that shit. But, yeah, I think if people want to, I don't have a problem with it. Like, back in the day, if you watch any ancient show, there's fucking basically orgy rooms, and everybody's fucking in every right. corner of the fucking Let's make America and- like that again, you know? Why can't we? Go- we all want to go back to the 50s. Ain't no one trying to go back to the orgy Roman times. That's where I think that's where the fun was had. So, anyway, what was your just general thoughts on just that whole idea? You don't have to go into details, but just the... Uh, the, the conversation idea or, of the Green New Deal, maybe, because I don't know a lot about it. It's, um, it's going to be a $21 trillion freaking deal. That's what it would cost to do the New Green Deal. I mean, that that in itself is not doable unless we just print our own money. and then Right, because me and you were briefly talking about this earlier, and I was like, well, money is imaginary bullshit that America right. just makes up. But We're America. We can say what our currency is worth, right? Right, because we're number one. Um but I, I mean, I'm just complaining about the fucking wall costing a bunch of money. That was like one of my big things against it. It was, not always, it was more of the, it costs a bunch of money for the fact most illegals get in a different way. Yeah, they can walking. fly. Like, <laughs> have you seen all the ones where it's like, I guess he's never heard of airplanes, even <laughs> yeah. though he flies on it all the time. <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, so anyway, the Green New Deal. What are some highlights that I should be aware of? Because all I've heard, it was basically going to get everyone jobs. You're going to get everyone jobs, but... That's you. You'll get a guaranteed job, whatever, and whether you're willing to work or not willing to work. Right. So why would I go to work? Right. And let, well, it's good because some people need to work. Right. Some people have that uh, like innate nature that I gotta go to work. Not enough. Not enough. No. No. Not enough to yeah. sustain the why whole country. Why would you? I mean, at, at some points, like sometimes I'm just like I don't want to go to work. So with that system, you didn't want to go to work today. You're right. still getting paid. Right. Well, to me. Like, I do think there's like some fun kindness ideas and in, in socialism, right? And if you're even saying everyone has to get money, I had this argument the other day at the real conservative guy, only because like I know the argument, not because I necessarily agree. 
someday we're going to have robots to do everything. Eventually. And when that day comes, There's there are no jobs. Robots. Have you like, seen those? Yeah. But there'll be like no jobs to do. So when that time comes, we'll have to give people universal income. You just yeah. have to because what else will they fucking do? So in that world, if you can just imagine that already exists, I get how you already are like. But it doesn't yet. Right. But yeah. I think people are just like, well, we got to get it ready. Got to get it set up and ready. Set up a plan we'll pop and, and, and put it when it needs to be done. But right now it doesn't need See, to be done. See, I think you could even go as small as like, okay, everyone gets $10. Gets, you get $10, $10 a month or whatever. $10 a month. That's our new safety net. Sweet. I mean, I'll spin on a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. You know? See, but I quit. and I, it's, it's the worst thing in the world. We've switched from reds to, to golds. And then we're going to go silvers. And then I want to go, like, maybe if I'm still smoking at that point. See, I thought American you had Spirits. quit before. I tried, man. I quit for two months, and oh, it's man, just really not. tough. When, yeah, like, I'm over six months now, and uh, I want one in the sense of, like, and I know, like, anyone who hears this, it's like, it was, like, a little good business at it, of, like, I want to test myself, and I can have one and be cool, because it's been that long. Drink too much. I want one when I drink. Right. See, I don't drink that often. I mean, I, I, went out I say once. I drink a lot. I don't drink every night. I drink on the weekends quite a bit. <laughs> All right, alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, dr- I wanted one when I went out and drank uh, and saw my friend, uh, Josh Shelton's band play, but no one had menthols, and I was like, well, I don't want one. I don't want one. <laughs> I don't want these nasty-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> and so... I didn't. That's then, awesome. Then, That's good. Right. And so it's cool. Um, but I use Shantig. So it's not like I fucking cold turkey did. I fucking Ray Liotta came on that TV and Ray Liotta told me he helped. He quit smoking with Shantix. And I was like, that makes well, sense. Hey, I think that's cool. My grandpa I love did Ray as well. Liotta. He's so awesome. Told me his story of like, you know, he's driving home a month and a half into being on Shantix and the cigarette tasted like dog shit. And he just never did it again. Mine was like me knowing that story. And it was a month in and I'd barely cut back at all. And I was like, I don't think I'm doing very good. And then within a week, I quit because I was like, I need to catch up to my grandfather. He smoked for six <laughs> years. years. And That's like my wife has smoked since she was nine. I think no, oh, maybe shit. 12 or something like that. Right. I don't know, some exaggeration a little bit there. But right. She's been smoking a while. Um, and then I only started smoking like when we got together. So I've only been smoking like eight years. But like it's hard, the hardest thing to, to quit. Yeah, I smoked for... I tried vaping, and vaping um, just makes me want a cigarette. Dude, you look so dumb. I'm sorry if anyone's out there and you vape. You don't look cool, especially with the big brick ones. Just get the ones that you smoke little, little pot little, oil out yeah, of. That's you know, like, those look normal. When you get the big fucking bricks and they're like... I basically have a vape now to be able to smoke in places I couldn't smoke a cigarette in, so I'm smoking more. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I've got, like, nicotine gum. Yeah. And then just kept smoking cigarette, but like, I'd be like, oh, oh, double the nicotine. Right. Yeah, uh, that's what I started out dipping because oh, I did only on football games. Yeah, right. So I started out dipping when I first got to college for no fucking reason besides I was bored. And then I got to where I realized Copenhagen was clearly expensive because it was the best, and I would only do the best. And I was like, this is so expensive, I have to switch to cigarettes. And then that got outrageous. Right. And then now, like I said, I finally quit. Um, and hopefully it won't happen again where I go back to them. All right. Um, but we'll see. Uh, how's it been, man? Man, it ain't been too bad. I know you came over this week, seemed a little happier than normal. Well, I had a decent week. Nothing to really complain about. Right. I mean, nothing, no drama. That's always good. Um, the drama's coming shortly, but I didn't have none this week. So that was like that was like the calm before the storm, you know? Yeah, that does happen way too fucking often. Like, 
it's almost why like I had so much hectic money, financial shit, like with my plumbing and other random shit. That like that was so stressful that everything else in life was like, well, it's all fine, whatever. I don't, the fuck's the matter about it? so like sometimes there's benefits to having stress in other areas. I, I did feel have like. a huge fucking fire at work. A fire? Yep. Oh shit! I said they're running this machine. And I'm training this new girl, which I don't like training in the first place, but they begged me. And she didn't press the form button in time, which is, you know, done like, I'd say, 20 of these roll changes. And when you don't do it in time, sometimes it sucks down in that chain and the chain pops off and it takes like an hour to fix. Okay. And so you turn the oven off and you kick them out and then turn it off and you have time to usually get it out. Right. Within three seconds, the entire bottom oven just went whoosh. Black smoke everywhere in this big-ass warehouse. They had to shut down all the machines in my area. So it's your fault? Well, yeah, it kind of got blamed on me. All right. Until yesterday when they found the evidence. Oh, okay. There was a little piece in there that a sensor was wrapped around, that a wire was wrapped around. And when that thing isn't working right, it goes to like 2,000 degrees like instantly. Oh, shit. So it wasn't my fault. It was just erupting in fire. I've never seen this. I've been here three years. I just... Right. I put out the fire and I had to crawl in there and fucking clean it out and shit. But then the next night, my former hits it. I go to cut the sheet. The motherfucker stops. Three seconds. Whoosh. But it wasn't as bad this right. time, so... Well, that's that is exciting. It was it was pretty cool. So, and then Orlando's like, I don't know if they've been giving you grief about it, but it wasn't your fault because finally they started having fires on the other uh, shifts also. Oh, uh, I see. But nothing like the one that first one. Right, that first, first one was really epic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another challenge that's going on is the cheese challenge. Have you seen the cheese challenge? Or you throw their cheese at babies? Fuck yeah. I throw cheese at rats at work. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, wait, they would probably like that, though. No, not actual rats. Snitches. Oh, okay. I've thrown several pieces of cheese at people. I'll just stick them in my pocket. When someone snitches, <laughs> I throw a piece of cheese at them. I bet you're real fun to work with. <laughs> <laughs> I like the cheese challenge personally. I know a lot of people are like... Hey, the kids are going to eat it. It just depends on how hard they're smacking these babies. Right. So, and, and it's going to make them pop because it's like... It's the texture. Mostly the, like water anyways. Yeah, exactly. Like I just... I think they're all funny. All the babies look so confused. One dude threw one on his cat, and that was the funniest one I've seen yet. Um, so I know a lot of people are condemning these, but I had fun watching the cheese challenge videos. So um, they get no hate from me. Just get that uh, clear here. You don't have kids either. I don't. It's the first thing that's made me want one. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> if only I had a kid, I could throw cheese Could-be at it. Could would kick your ass. <sighs> right, yeah. Like I said, I, I met Wayne. He was described to me at the time. And I'm not saying this is accurate at all. But everyone was like, he's a blood gang member and he's killed people. You don't fuck with Wayne. And I was like, dude, Wayne's like the homie. He's really nice to me. Well, coming out of Ardmore, there's no telling what he had to do to survive. That's a fucking shitty town. <laughs> right. And so, and he was just never mean to me. So, like, everyone acted like he was this mean guy. And he just not, you know, don't fuck Wayne, don't fuck Wayne. And I was like, and I, so everyone was scared of dude, him. Dude, good fight. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I have heard that. And, like, I remember one time being super drunk, and there was this dude, Rufus, who was super swole at a 
like he would have beat my ass for sure but i was drunk and in a fraternity when you're drunk in a bar and there's 30 of you you say stupid shit because you're like well there's I enough of 30 us. of us <laughs> right and i was talking all this shit and he like backed down immediately and he was like oh i'm sorry I, blah, blah, blah. and i was like well how did i pull that off i was like kind of feeling myself a little bit and then i turn around and wayne and like eight of Wayne's homies were behind me. <laughs> and so Hell I was like, yeah. oh, that's how it happened. And then, uh, like I think I mentioned on the podcast, Wayne would stop by to smoke with me, basically, because I was a random white kid that he, uh, no one realized we were, like, friends, I guess, or whatever, so he could just swing by and so, I was like, yeah, hang I out, used, man. I used to give Wayne and his cousin Lionel rides back to Ardbourne when I'd go down there to work on the weekends. I just think we got to choose our lane, right? I get tired of America being, we're the good guy, we're the bad guy, we're all of them. Like, are we the villain in this movie? If so, let's just fucking Death Star it, and we just will fucking run everything. Or, if we're not, then let's stay out of everyone's business, and then just figure out our shit. Like I said before, just bring all the troops home. Then if you're worried about our borders, you can find jobs right there, line them up. I don't think it is worth <laughs> the money to pay people to stand on a border. I think that's the biggest waste of government money that a conservative would what be is, so against. Well, they're across seas now. Right, but like, uh, you can make some argument they're doing something there that gains us something. They're literally doing nothing if they're just standing on a wall staring at the empty desert. Because let's say that plan works, and then no one comes to the border anymore. We would have to cut those jobs, or do we just continue to pay people to, hey, we're making a human wall. And if we're making a human wall, why build a wall? Just have the humans stand there for well, eternity. You still, you're, even with a wall, you're still going to have to have watchtowers. I guess. I mean, the Game of Thrones has a wall. You're going to have spotters. Yeah, but they ain't got dragons. They have airplanes. Those are, like, better in a but lot of have, ways than <laughs> dragons. Don't you have to have paperwork for airplanes? Uh, I don't know how other countries work. I don't. I'm not quite sure. But like, if like I really I said, I can't just stroll on down in there with nothing. I have to have passports. You kill with an airplane? No, you have to have passports if you're going to Mexico. You just steal an airplane. You fly to Mexico. You land it on a fucking desert strip somewhere, and then you run away. That's how people escape from. See, prison I don't want to go to Mexico. They don't have human rights there. We have some, but yeah, not quite the same. <laughs> why do you think people want to get out of Mexico? That's why they're escaping to America. Why don't we just take out their leaders then and fucking elect someone who'll give them those rights? Fuck. Well, I think what's ironic in this scenario is we fought Mexico in a war once because Mexico outlawed slavery, so they cared about human rights, and Texas was like, hey, we want slaves, goddammit. We're fighting Mexico, and that's what the whole Alamo's Texas about. Texas still seems like its own fucking state, really. Well, like it's like it's the like Republic like own- of Texas, right? They believe they're their own shit, and they, yeah. I think, it's going to secede at any time. But anyway, that whole thing was fought over. They wanted slaves, and we would like remember it fondly for the Alamo. And yet, Mexico now we're like shithole countries. And I'm like, well, hey, remember back in the day when they figured out slavery was bad first? So, like, they weren't always the human right shithole place that everyone seems to think of them these days to go get a son and i had to like cover the restaurant <laughs> yeah that's how that shit happens man so he was hiding out in el paso i believe see i can't even imagine living a life like that like to me i get a call and i'm like I gotta go do something tomorrow for an hour that's not in my <laughs> schedule uh, these motherfuckers are like 
They do crazy shit. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I don't think no, it's easy. My, no, my son. Right. I need to go get my son. I need off. It was he Asian or? Shut or, up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I need to think of a quick, funny uh, sex story. <clears throat> Let's see what time we are at. Um, all right, this one I think is pretty good. I've always felt really awkward about thinking back to it. If anyone uh, went to nerd camp with me, they're going to know who I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say any names. But there was this person that I knew from nerd camp who uh, went to the same college here at East Central as us. She was dating this guy. Um, he was a fine fellow. He was probably closer to your age than my age, honestly, right? Like he was an older guy. And they came over to my apartment um, because I was smoking a little weed, right? And this guy wasn't his thing. She kind of wanted to smoke some weed. So we started smoking some weed. And he joined in or whatever. She talks her boyfriend into there should be a threesome scenario really quickly. Like clearly tell this was on her mind before she ever showed up, right? And I just wasn't like... Wasn't ready for it. I was like, uh, sure, yeah, whatever, whatever, man, whatever y'all want to do. Uh, I'm 18, you know, so I'm just like, like whatever. And uh, this guy's all okay with it, right? And so she's sucking his dick, right? And I use my hand. All right, like I'm not braggy about anything. Like you know me pretty well. I do not brag, but the one thing I've always came natural with is the the fingering technique, right? It just seemed it always works well for me. I don't know. And so she was like, "Holy shit!" or said something like that, right? Like as soon as I started, and he was like immediately jealous. He was like, "What? Is he better at that than me?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> wow, that's weird. And it got real fucking awkward. She kicks him out. And then he sits outside my door for the whole night. And it was the most awkward, um, awkward thing that probably has ever happened to me. Uh, maybe not ever, but it's up there. Like even now thinking about it, it makes me feel awkward <laughs> and insecure just because all of it. Because then I wasn't good for the rest of the evening because I was like, well, you have a boyfriend and. And he's uh, outside my door right now. And she's like, we've oh, started hell no, this. Hell no. I want to finish that shit off. I did. And <laughs> Speaking of which, on Instagram, I made this dope beat. I'm debating playing it at the end of this episode using a snippet of this podcast of you um, and your enjoyment of titties. And it's so good. Like, I'm going to probably try to sell the beat eventually. Because I just think it's that fucking good. Unless I can it make a song good. about titties. Um, but I've been jamming out to like every day since I made it. I'm like, God damn it. This one's so fucking and good. I played it for my friend earlier and he just busted up laughing. And you caught me off guard because I had no idea you took that clip, you know? Hey. Yeah, I like some big old round titties. Yeah, 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 I like some big old round titties. episode nine in the books you know having lots of fun going through these old episodes this one of course being 37 through 41 
Um, I'm also mentioning the music episodes quite a bit on the podcast. Maybe I need to go back and listen to some of those as well. Um, I'm sure I know like the skinny hay speeches in there, shit like that. So maybe it's worth it. Uh, more work, of course, but this is all for the love of the game. Um, speaking of the love of the game, the new podcast, uh, it's one of three things that are going to happen. I know I've said this a lot, but this is where my mind's at. I'm really leaning heavy towards season two of a podcast with Mo. So it'll be season two, episode one. Uh, we'll, we'll try to just tighten it up, make it better somehow. I don't know how, but somehow we'll do it. Um, or new one under a new name. Just don't know the name. And I feel like that's more pressure. So that's why I don't want to do it. Also still could quit forever. I still kind of feel like that's probably the best thing for my life. But then the podcast is also a good, uh, crutch, if you will. Um, you know, something to hold on to, to, to keep the depression at bay and I miss it. So maybe, maybe we should bring it back, you know? And also with all this Kyrie and Kanye stuff happening, man, I want to talk so much about this shit. Um, I don't have a podcast right now, so you're gonna have to wait until when slash if I decide to have a podcast again and I'll tell you all about who's running the world. Um, so anyway, thanks for checking out these highlight episodes. Um, you know, we might have a Christmas special. So that's like not set in stone. Don't get your hopes up out there, fans. But maybe I could see that being something I think about doing if Snappy and Skinny want to get their asses over here. Um, but if not, we'll keep the highlight episodes coming until I decide not to. Uh, peace.
Beats. <laughs>